episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Thanks for joining us on the show, brother. How's everything? Thank you so much. Yeah, we're all good here. Just um, been gigging along, really enjoying the release of our new album and just riding the wave, I think. So we've been all good. That's awesome. You you look like you're in a, a, what what is this, some kind of library? Uh, It's a study at my house. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. It's It's like Bruce Wayne. You know, library, <laughs> you know, like in Batman Returns when he's sitting yep. there and the light comes through, the sun, he stands up and he goes, right. Yeah, it's kind of like For that. Sure. But mine's just, I wish I was in your setup. Your setup looks way better than mine, I reckon. <laughs> full of nerdy shit. Like, <laughs> it looks pretty heavy. It looks sick. Thanks. I like it. I like yeah, it. yeah. All <laughs> good, swap. man. Swap. You know? <laughs> but as you just mentioned, uh, your band North Road have recently released your EP Panic and it's getting a lot of hype, dude. Like, you know, yeah, attention for it is awesome. You know, how's it been for you guys so far? As you mentioned, riding that wave, but are you seeing the mm-hmm. reviews? You're seeing all that, you know, positive feedback already. Yeah, it's um, yeah, the positive feedback's been amazing. It's honestly something that where none of us in the band are used to. Like, we've been doing this since we're we've been like 15, 16, and like our music releases before that, it was something that we weren't like super, super proud of. So, to finally have like pieces of music that we're like really proud of has just been amazing like the response has been overwhelming and uh honestly we're just we're we're trying to get like we're just trying to take it all in you know it's a huge step for us and like we're so happy that people like you and um like wall of sound have just given us these like mad reviews like it's just something we've been dreaming of for years so finally happy to see it happening for sure yeah absolutely it's really really good dude oh thank you very much thank you yeah yeah no no it's 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 mad. <laughs> sick, sick. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you for giving it a listen for sure. Sick. You know, mm. the concept behind it is, is inter- interesting as well. You know, um, yeah. it follows the process and the stages of a, of a panic attack, which is, is interesting yeah. to break it down in itself. Um, why did you choose that theme to analyze that and hone in on that? Well, this is something definitely more that my uh, I think Geordie could explain because he was the one that may wrote the lyrics like mm-hmm. mostly. But it was it was more it was surprisingly it was it was actually something that was written before um, the whole thing of COVID and the whole thing of like uh, like when the world went through like all that pandemic and stuff like that. But it's something that he had written before, and it was like something that and we had the lyrics already planned out. But as the whole pandemic happened and all like we were like isolated and stuff like that. The lyrics became more and more like understandable and it took a whole new meaning. And I feel like it's something we really honed in on. And it was something that we knew when we released it, like after this pandemic had ended, it was something that a lot of people would be able to relate to. We feel even though the emotions when Geordie wrote these lyrics before the pandemic, it like had like a whole new meaning. And I feel like it's just worked really well. And um, yeah, it's just something that, we felt like we really wanted to get out there and something that we really hoped it would connect with people. And I think it has. So I think we've done a good job of that for sure. Absolutely. Because uh, yeah. it's something that people are still going through. And the weirdest thing is uh, I've spoken to 
a few bands that have tackled subjects like this and mm-hmm. it was written before everything happened. It was like everyone had these weird prophecies of this thing happening. And, and yeah. I think it's, it's something, you know, that has helped everybody through it and even still helping people through it. Are you hearing that? Yeah, um, for sure. I think it's like for Geordie, I think he's getting a lot more. um, People are sort of hitting him up a lot more. For me personally, like um, it's not something I've personally dealt with and it's a lot more something connected to Geordie and like maybe the other boys in the band. But I think for sure it's definitely been helping people. Everyone Everyone takes the lyrics like... They, they sort of like t- take what they want from the lyrics, you know, like so for some people it means the lyrics mean com- something completely different from other people. So um, that's something, honestly, he would know better, like for the response that people have been giving. But like for me personally, I've just been, um, the, the sort of the response I've been getting is just more like, oh, this song's are sick. <laughs> like the drumming's mad. <laughs> like just sort of that sort of stuff that I've been like enjoying. But like the lyrics are something a lot more connected to Geordie, I think. And um yeah, I think the the response has been really good and I think he's been loving it. So we've all been loving it for sure. But yeah, I'm probably not the best bloke. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, yeah, I mean, your explanation is per- is perfect there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You know, but I mean, Melbourne, you, you're in Melbourne, right? Yeah, Melbourne, for sure. We, so you guys got, got locked down hard. It was not easy. It was struggling. Like we were, we were like on like, well, things were happening for us. Like not nowhere near like what was happening at the moment but like we, we were just starting to finally get our footing and like starting to figure out what's the best move to make and then all of a sudden we just got slammed with like seven lockdowns and the fact that we all pushed through that and like was a, like we're able to still stay dedicated like honestly that was just the mission in itself um but yeah it's finally so good to see it pay off and i think it, if anything probably the lockdowns probably helped us a bit in a way intent like in terms of actually let us look back at the songs that we were about to record with Chris, uh, Vernon, and um, we are actually like changing it around and like fiddling with it slowly over time. So in a way, like as bad as it is, like maybe the time did help us a lot instead of rushing into the studio and recording something that we weren't hundred percent confident with. So definitely helped like in a, as bad as it sounds, but it definitely helped a little bit. So was it lots of this stuff, lots of zooming, lots of, uh, you know, how'd you keep it rolling? Mostly uh, uh, in terms of like the instrumental side of things, because the lyrics sort of, sort of stayed pretty um, like pretty original from the start. Like Geordie only tinkered with it a little bit over time, but in t- definitely in terms of the instrumental work, um, our bass player Lucas wrote uh, pretty much most of it and he would always run it through with me and our guitar player Billy. And we would sort of work on the instrumentals a lot. And um it was a lot of phone recordings. Phone, <laughs> the phone recordings were like insane. And like when we listen to them now, they sounded like absolute garbage. But back in the day, like we used to listen to it and know exactly what he was playing and blah, blah, blah. But like you listen to it now and it's just it's just the migraine. Like <laughs> I don't even know how we did it. But um, we've definitely upgraded ourselves a bit then. Like we're starting to use like uh, Logic and yep. like the, the newer stuff. But it was phone recordings for days, before, like a couple of years ago. That's all we knew, so... But it's definitely um yeah upgrading slowly slowly. So sure. when was, when was the uh, first jam back? How did that happen? What was the? Oh, that's a good question. I think it was like um oh, honestly like it's such a blur to me. It, but I think it was like one of the first times that like they let visitors over. Like it was like four visitors or something. I don't know what it was. And we all worked out like 
shit, we can actually do this. We can, you guys can come over. They always come to, they come, jam at our house, my house, sorry. And um, we were just all in a room looking at each other. We we're all dumbfounded. I'm like, shit, this is actually like, we're in the room together. Let's play these songs finally. And it, we just got so excited. And then I think for another couple of weeks later, we got locked into another lockdown. So then it was just another, like, oh shit. Well, like at least we could jam for a little bit, but now we're back in it again. So it was just a repeated process until, um, oh geez, I wouldn't even know. Until we sort of actually just got in the studio with Chris. And yeah. So we got pretty, we just up and down constantly. Mm. How, how was it working with Chris Vernon on the oh, I think if you watch any of our interviews and someone asks us that, or you don't even need to ask us, we will praise Chris till we die. Because I think Chris was just like the hard sort of person, like the hard, but like, like gave us so much knowledge in terms of like, we were just like every young band we had like, we had our mindset. Like, I, th- I remember like, what was it? Like, um, I wanted, like, uh, like when Chris mentioned like, oh, like your drums might be sampled. I had no idea what sampled drums was. And I was like such a, like an old, old head. I'm like, oh, sampled drums. Nah, none of that electric shit. Nah, nah, I don't want any of that. And um, Chris just like, Chris was just like, had like had to hold himself together and just like, let us say our dumb shit. And then like, he's just sort of like, like, mate, he's like, let me just make something for like, let me just work. And then you guys can judge after. And then I think he had like day two demos. Like he was like day two is of like working and it was already sounding better than anything we'd put out before. And it was just like some rough thing that like Chris made in two seconds. So like Chris was just like a, he was like just so like taught, like showed us the way, you know, like we, we, he told us like the hard realities of being a band, like some stuff that we never even thought about. And like, he just, laid it straight out to us and so like he went like he told us more than he should have as a producer you know like he was just he all like really just showed us like the right way like in terms of how to like put out our music how like we should um show ourselves as a band like stuff he didn't need to do but he did it like so we're always grateful for him for that for sure see that that's rare you know what i mean like there's dude yeah that, it is that clock in and clock out if you know what i'm saying yeah like, they'll they'll, yeah. they'll just be like yeah do it again or yeah. yeah, do this. But the ones that go into depth and invest not only in the music and the recording process, but in the band themselves, that's really yeah. fucking rare. So it is rare. It, it's you know. it wasn't. I'm not saying I, I'm. I wouldn't necessarily say like we're like Chris is like pride and joy. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. put him in that thing. But it was more <laughs> or less like yeah. No, he was just like so like. I remember we were all saying like, all right, we got this. We got Chris to record for us we're like, let's just make sure we ask him all like the stuff we need to know. And we're just so happy that he actually took the time to explain it to us and like, tell us what, what like was a dumb idea and what was a smart idea. Like he would like, and like you said, like that was something he didn't have to do, but he did. So we're, we're that's what we're grateful for, for sure. He, he, for, he for real, like helped us. So yeah. yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. In the press release, it mentioned mm-hmm. that you opted to include more China symbol smashes. Now, yeah. <laughs> now that is an important thing. That is like the uh, the instant stank face inducer. You know, what I, I mean? love it. Yeah, it's important. It's just, you know, oh, you know, it's just a stank face. Like, it, for, like you know, you 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 play in bands as well. I think just when the drummer starts hitting the China symbol, it just it, it creates a completely different vibe. It like tells everyone to shut up and listen. You know, <laughs> like it's just it just overpowers everything, and I love it. I love it. It was um. 
and like recording oh, i had no idea but like how hard you actually had to play drums like, like how hard i actually had to hit yeah. um and that and like when i was like hitting my cymbals and i'm like fuck i'm gonna destroy these like <laughs> like i had no idea but you can hear it on the album which yeah. i'm happy about like it just shows like you just have to smash the shit out of your stuff when you're recording and that's something we learned really quick when we, like when we were in the studio so you can feel yeah. it you know what i mean oh yeah and then your lips you can, doing it now yeah, yeah, yeah me too <laughs> It's a natural thing. It's an important fucking thing for a drummer. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's, you know, it's, it is really. It's the, it's the driving force. It's just the absolute driving force of the song. And the breakdowns is something that will never get old to you or me or to any other metal head. It's so you want to make sure it's worth it. You know, you want to make sure you're doing on like as me playing the instrument, you want to make sure you're doing everything right. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. More caveman riffs and stank face China smashes. You know, it makes the world go around me. It does, and it never gets old, does it? You know, like, like I don't think I don't think I've ever heard like a sick breakdown and gone, oh, like oh, this is getting boring. Like oh, I'm actually just, it's forever going to be interesting to me. It's, I love it. So. Well, it's saying that who's who's your uh, three top drum drummers? Who's your influencer? <sighs> oh, who you do the stank face? Who brings you? Uh, um, oh, that's such a good question. Um, hmm. I think the one that like really like made like metalcore and like just made me love metalcore was definitely um ben gordon from parkway drive because mm. he was like the band i'm sure for so many metalheads like especially in australia and that like he was just the one that like made me want to play breakdowns maybe want to get hard on the double kicks and like especially like because i feel like parkway's music especially like for drumming wise isn't as complex as other metalcore so for me to like learn the double kick patterns and all like the intricate parts it was actually pretty accessible for me as a drum as, as a starting drummer so ben gordon was definitely an influence um and then second i'll probably say uh jay weinberg probably from slipknot yep yep like yeah yeah i'll have a lot of old school slipknot fans getting angry because i'm the same joey but um jay yeah no i reckon he's an absolute gun and when he first joined the band was probably the first like was like around the time I was starting to get into proper metal, which sounds, it's just probably like weird for some people for me to say that, but um, yeah. And he was just like sort of the thing like that made me want, he was a drummer that made me want to get double pedals, made me want to play fast and all that. And he was just another super influential drummer for me. And um, I'd say probably last is the OG Lars Ulrich <laughs> from Metallica. He's probably the gangster that like, even though he cops so much shit, I reckon he's just like, He's just for he's just a perfect fit for Metallica, in my opinion. You couldn't do it, you couldn't replace him. He's just such a heavy hitter and just smashes and like always since he was young, just always just bash the shit out of his drums. And I learned that that's 90% of good drumming is just learning to hit hard and being able to hit hard for long. So that's definitely true. Lars. That is true. Yeah. Talking about Lars, did you see that video that just went up with um Joe uh old mate? Who played um, Eddie in Strange? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how yeah, we I saw went that. And had a jam with him. It's the fucking raddest thing I've ever seen. No, I didn't say the jam part. What can he actually play, can he? Yeah, man. Like, he, oh, what is that legend? He went to that the, is sick. Their green room, I think it was like Wallapalooza. Wallapalooza, that's a festival up here. Wallapalooza. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, they're like, hey, do you want to have a jam? He's like, what? Yeah. And they bring out the guitar <sighs> from. Stranger Things, you know, the one he played. Yeah. 
and, and man, they're just playing Master of Puppets with him. They're just jamming out. And like, then they sign it for him. And he's all like, oh, it's the best Metallica shit. Metallica just the, dude, oh, I, I think that's, oh man, that would be my dream just to be in the same room as those blokes. Like, they're, the, they're just the gods, man. They're absolute gods. And they're, they're, they're always such the nicest blokes. They see it like online. They just seem like the nicest dudes. I'd love to meet them one day. Dude. We'll see how we go. Two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll bring you this, along if I <laughs> Yeah. Watching this Lars. Yeah. I highly doubt it, but if he's here, <laughs> if he's watching the North Road interview, uh, hats <laughs> off to him. Hey man, come on the show. Let's have, let's have a chat. Um man, I, I was actually looking at I was actually looking at some of the people you've interviewed. Man, you've interviewed some insane artists, man. Thank you so much for giving up like taking your time to interview us. Like we're such a small Small band, but like I've seen you've done like Gorgira, Will Putney, the boys from Malevolence. Like that is sick. That is that, that is so mad. Thank you for having us. No, I wanted to talk to you. I'm glad. Oh, thank you. Like that. <laughs> like, Marek, shout out to Marek. He sent it through and I was like, man, that's sick. So oh, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Because the thing is, it's heavy, but it's also, it's got a lot of heart behind it too. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot, as you said, not just lyrically, it's, it's, emotionally driven as well and and that's what i usually get drawn to there's a lot that went into this ep and it might be only a few songs but it's a big massive concept not just lyrically musically it's huge man and i think it's going to really catch on thank you so much yeah it's 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 like for us like we've been listening to these songs over and over for probably geez two to almost three years now and like don't uh, when we went when we recorded them with Chris, he definitely changed them around a fair bit, and he worked a lot, like a couple of them, like almost completely. But like we will still after we recorded with Chris, we will we'll still listening to these songs for an like a year before we we're able to release them, before we we're happy like to release them. And um, I, I, I'm still not over it. Like it, when I'm in a mood to listen to like our music, I'm just so proud of it, and I'm always like it always gets me in like the emotions like it gets me an emotional feel to it and not probably not just because it's my music but even just the the vibe itself like you said it's just so emotionally driven and that's what i'm so proud of us with like we've done such a good job with it uh, like not to <laughs> bark up my own tree but yeah i'm just really happy with it so so what about moving into the future like these songs you know mm-hmm. you've worked on ages ago you you started working on new material material what was that Material. This is this is becoming a, a thing with me. Um, nah, it's yeah. just Pepsi Max. I fucking swear. Um, sure, nah. Yeah, no, nah, it's still from last night. Um, <laughs> but like, further material, like, what's that looking mm-hmm. like now? Like, how's that direction? Um, it's it's a real mixed bag. I think we we really love like we. I think we're going more in more of a direction of um. See, like, sort of like how Thorn. I'm not going to like say we're doing exactly what Thornhill are doing, but you know how Thornhill is going for the more rock sort of poppy sort of sound, like they've done with the new album. Um, I think we're sort of vibing towards that as well, but we still really want to keep our heavy elements as well. Like, we I reckon on this new on our new record that we we will still have a couple songs that like are just ridiculously heavy because we need to still we still want to play those sort of songs. But um, I think we want to start experimenting more with more of like a poppy. Um, alternative sort of side of stuff. It's something that we've been sort of really wanting to try and do. And I think with someone like Chris under our belt, like who would be happy to record with us again, I hope. 
um, I feel like that's something we'll be able to like do hone in on I hone in on more even better this time. So yeah, I think that's we're gonna go try for like a more popular stuff. I don't know. I don't know yet, but still in early production, but we'll see how we go. Awesome, man. Awesome. And what about hmm. touring and stuff? Well, you got some some shows. We're up here on the Goldie. Yeah. Coast. Uh-huh. You know, what's going on? Uh, come well, to visit. I see a little smart oh. there, brother. What's going on? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. Like we're um I think we're really focusing on making ourselves a bit of a name in Melbourne and we're going to branch out. We really want to branch out towards um, different states. Definitely by, I'd love to say early next year. I reckon that'd be something sick. Um, I feel like, because we are getting uh, like messages from different states, people from like our fans from different states saying like they want to hear our music live. And it's something that we've been dreaming of for years. So as soon as we get the opportunity, we will definitely be out your way. For sure. We're not, we're not screwing around on that one. We're, we're running. <laughs> we'll run. Good. Because yeah. I'll have the beat. 100%. Mate. Vinny's on Goldie. If you've got to hit up the Goldie. Yeah. Or Moe's. Awesome. There they go. There they go. Yeah. And then you've got like Brightside and Brizzo. Yeah, I've heard that one. I've definitely heard Brightside. One, you know, 11, yeah. Dive Bar on the Sunny Coast. Yep. Yep. Bang, bang. Bring it. They're all up there. That would be so sick. Uh, I'd love to see the scene up there as well. I've never really been to metal shows other than Melbourne. So I'd love to see how you guys get down up there. It'll be sick. Yeah. 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 We'll go. We'll go hard. It's going to be a good time. 100%. Oh, man. Just if people recognize our music in a different state, like, oh, oh, mate, I I wouldn't know how to, I wouldn't know how to act. I'll freak out. Like, this is all so new to us. So we're just like, and we can't even, words can't describe how keen we would be to see something like that. It would be awesome. It would be so sick throw down man as long as you bring yeah. that, you know that the smashes <laughs> bringing the stank face yeah me. yeah i'll just bring a china symbol i won't even bring any other drums oh. just one china symbol imagine just having your drums lined up and just all just trying to, no hi-hat no just everything's just ch- <laughs> just different size chinas <laughs> <laughs> does that even i love that no just yeah yeah that's it just all all that yeah well, you pretty much guessed how I'm recording the next album. Yeah, you you, you really guessed at that. that that's oh, a mate. smart idea. <laughs> I had nah, no, We don't use I had no. No, no, no. Fuck that. That's Fuck that. Yeah. Just never four double kicks, you know. Dude. Yeah, 20. Uh, just keep up with those tempos. I yeah. still want to be able to play it. <laughs> too slow. Still too slow. Oh, yeah. brother. Hey, you know what? It's been awesome hanging out with you, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's been a great. You're an absolute legend. Thank you. For sure. Well, uh, we will, of course, have all the links down here to Panic in the show notes. Go get it, guys. Buy some moich. Throw the dudes some dollars and uh, get on that road, son. And let's fucking party up here very, very soon. Let's fucking do it. Mate, I'll see you soon. I promise. (laughs) I'll I'll try to get up there for sure.